Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CBS Sports Radio. Live from CBS Radio Studios in New York City, it's the DA Show with your host, Damon Amendolara. Featuring Carlos Ortiz and the musical sounds of the Zap Zap Orchestra. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here's DA. Seamlessly. Welcome back. DA with you here on CBS Sports Radio. A happy Monday morning, everybody. Very exciting morning. Carlos with a K is in as executive producer this week. And... Intern Brooke is going to tell us what she learned during this summer internship coming up in 20 minutes. Plus, we're stunned to a news with Emmanuel Barbari coming up in 20 as well. And in 40 minutes, O's. Maybe everything is back in good graces in Baltimore. That's coming up this hour here on the show. Next hour, the sounds of Saturday. The boys of the Auburn Tigers, Andy Burcham, Hugh Freeze. Back on the sidelines of the SEC. Those opens with the producers every week are just great. Spur of the moment. Just great. Just spur, great. spur of the moment thing, and Emmanuel was here. <laughs> Perfect voice for it. And introducing your producer, Carlos Ortiz, and musical guest. <laughs> it's like the same guy. <laughs> And your host, DA, and producer, Carlos Ortiz. <laughs> <laughs> I almost choked on my water. We have a bunch of them, too. It's really good. It's really good. You should John, have them do it all 60 names. <laughs> yeah, every, everybody that, that uh, applied for If you job. applied, you have a voiceover. <laughs> It'd be like 90 names. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. So Jonathan Taylor wanted out of Indianapolis. He wanted to get paid or he wanted to get traded. He was holding out. And all these running backs are doing the same thing. They're unhappy with their pay, unhappy with their salary, unhappy with their role, how much they're being used. And so he was going to sit out. You're not getting me in camp. No, sir, Bob. However, head coach Shane Steichen says that Jonathan Taylor expected to rejoin the team at training camp this week. Wait a second. Now, remember, it was Jonathan Taylor going to the owner, Jim Ursay, saying, I want to be traded. I want to get paid or get traded. I'm not getting respected around here. That's when 
Jim Ursay stuck his foot in his mouth. I don't even know if Ursay thinks he did, but he did by saying, look, if I drop dead tonight or Jonathan Taylor is not playing football tomorrow, nobody's going to care, which is not exactly the way that you engender good relations with your players, even if he's right. You just don't need to say it. But Jim Ursay says exactly what he wants to say, has no filter, and that caused Jonathan Taylor to even push even further. But looks like it was much ado about nothing. Taylor initially reported to training camp but did not take the field while on the pup list, recovering from an off-season ankle surgery. Sometime last week, Taylor left team facilities to continue rehab out of state amid concerns over the Colts' medical management. Before camp, the reports were that the Colts requested that Taylor report early for medical assessment, but Taylor viewed the request warily, this according to Stephen Holder's reporting, believing that it is in part an effort to pressure him into returning to the field. When he did report, Taylor allegedly complained of back and hamstring pain, adding to the Colts' concerns. Taylor publicly disputed this. Taylor remains on the pup list and intends to practice when he's fully healthy. But his feud with Colts brass appears far from over, writes CBSSports.com. Team owner Jim Ursay, who's downplayed Taylor's value, spearheaded a refusal by the club to negotiate a long-term contract. Has also indicated that he will not honor Taylor's private request to be traded. Jim Ursay took to Twitter in the wake of the reporting about Taylor's anticipated return. The tweet, quote, most things I worry about never happen anyway. Taylor is absent. Backup Zach Moss is injured. Deion Jackson and and recent veteran addition Kenyon Drake have been in the backfield instead. Look, this is the deal. Running Running backs can make a stink. They can ball up their fists, yell and scream, stomp their feet. But at the end of the day, you only have as much leverage as your value outside your situation. You know, these players think that if they're not being treated well where they are or to what they believe is well enough, that there's automatically going to be somewhere else that's going to give them exactly what they want. And look, sometimes that's true. Sometimes there's a Miami Dolphins that gives Tyree Kill all the money the Chiefs won't. But sometimes what you think you're being unfairly treated by is not any different anywhere else. And I think running backs are, are, are learning a very difficult lesson here. They feel like they are undervalued. They feel like they are underpaid. They feel like they are poked and prodded about their physical wellness, maybe more so than other positions. But when they look around and they say, trade me, I want to get paid elsewhere, and there's no other bidders, nobody wants to trade for them, the harsh, cold reality is, I guess there's not another option. I've got to return. Saquon Barkley was this way. You're going to have to pay me. You pay Daniel Jones. You're going to have to pay me. You're going to have to pay me. You're going to have to pay me. At the end of the day, the Giants didn't budge. 
I won't, I won't accept the franchise tag. I might just not even report to camp. And ultimately, he reported. Took the franchise tag and such is life. Austin Eckler, trade me. I need more money. Trade me. I need more money. Outside the Chargers organization, wasn't any interest in Austin Eckler. The offseason, the Titans even reportedly tried to shop Derrick Henry. And whatever the price was, there were no takers. Now, Jonathan Taylor's a really good running back. Really, really good running back. But if he thinks he's going to get treated much differently somewhere else, he's sadly mistaken. And I think that's the harsh reality that all these running backs are coming to. We're PO'd, we're upset, we're disrespected, yada, yada, yada. But when they look outside their organization for the grass being greener, it's not there and they have to come back. And so, you know, if I was an agent of a running back, I would try to calm the nerves of all of these guys every single day because these running backs grew up in a football atmosphere where they were the studs. And when you're 12 years old and you're the fastest, strongest guy in the football field, you're the hero. Everything revolves around you. You get the ball every play. You score the touchdowns. You crush your peewee team. And then you crush on modified. Then you crush on JV. Then you crush on varsity. You get recruited, and all these colleges want you. And then you go to a, a D1 power conference college. And again, you're the man. You're getting carries. You're getting touchdowns. Everybody wears your jersey. Getting held up by the offensive line in the end zone. The highlights are always about you. You get drafted to the NFL, and you assume because your entire life you've been one of the studs of the stars that that continues. And when you get to the NFL and becomes a business. And so now you're being compensated by money. And now you see the end of your career because in high school and college, you don't see that. You're still in your teens or 20s. And so there is no end to a career there. It's only the beginning of your life and your career. But you get to the NFL and suddenly there's an end to this productivity or this earning power. You start getting spooked. You start getting scared. You start going, well, I'm worth more than this. And you just wait and see. If I were one of these guys' agents every single day, I would try to to massage the ego because it's never going to be in line. You're going to have guys from here on out in football. Maybe the game changes and swings back to the star running back, but maybe not. Until it does, you're going to have to massage expectations versus reality with running backs. Saquon Barkley, Jonathan Taylor, two of the best in the NFL. They, they yelled, they screamed, they pouted. But at the end of the day, they came back. They didn't get a better deal, not a cent more. I mean, Saquon Barkley would have got a million dollars more than the franchise tag or about that, but there's also guarantees involved. So it's, the, it's basically the same deal. He, he could get franchised again next year if they want to. Both these guys are two of the very best in their physical primes, and they feel like they're being, you know, manipulated or, or exploited, but they they both came back to the same exact situation with nothing gained. Their expectations are never going to meet reality here on out. It's just not going to happen. And with the young people, 
that are wealthy, successful, with egos, with confidence, that want to be the man, that have been the man, it's going to be it's going to be difficult for everybody from here on out. Again, until the league changes back if it does. Because the blueprint is set. And once GMs and owners start saving money, they don't oftentimes go back and say, "Nah, you know what? It's not worth it. Let's stop spending the money." If they can save money on running backs. They're going to do it. And they've seen bad contracts like the Ezekiel Elliott contract and they don't want to replay that. So all these guys are going to be dynamic young running backs and expect to be taken care of, and they're not going to get it. They're not going to be taken care of. And running backs need to start thinking like punters and centers, like the positions on the football field that don't get handsomely rewarded. And it sounds weird because you'd say like, well, a running back's way more important than the punter, but... It's the reality of the situation where every one of these guys is going to be replaced by the time their rookie deal is up by the next rookie. And all these teams are just going to keep channeling through and funneling through rookie contract running backs. It's a cheap alternative, and it's going to work. And it's like Amazon with free shipping. It's like, when will you ever feel good about paying for shipping again? You just won't. You'll be like, you'll just... Exp- Walmart has had to do it. All these other corporations that do shipping have had to find ways to manipulate cheap shipping, sign up for this for free shipping, free shipping on this order. If you get to $100 or $50, it'll be free shipping. Amazon changed everything, and now that's what we expect. The running back game changed, and now owners and GMs are not going to go back as are paying running backs. It's not going to happen, and so they have to change their outlook and it's going to make them all look so silly. Jonathan Taylor is going to come back and have earned nothing. Now what Jonathan Taylor just should do is come back for week one of the regular season. Every running back should do that. I mean, to me, that's a fair compromise. If the, if you're not going to give these guys any more money and you're not going to extend them. And so their earning power is basically the first four years of their lives uh, and maybe a year or two after that, first four years, rather, of their NFL lives, and then there's a franchise tag for one or two years after that, they should not have to take a carry in the preseason. If you don't want wear and tear on their bodies, they don't want wear and tear on their bodies. They should not have to take a snap in the preseason. So, you know, you can treat them like quarterbacks, and they go through non-contact workouts, whatever, and you just have taxi squad guys take all the carries and the reps during practice and during preseason games. But Jonathan Taylor shouldn't have to play in the preseason, nor should Saquon Barkley, nor should Austin Eckler, nor should Josh Jacobs. None of those guys, they've proven their worth. They don't have to play in the preseason. They should be able to report when they want to report, avoid their practices and their whatever, and then they show up week one. Now, that hurts them from a conditioning standpoint. That's on them. You know, if they rip their ACL or their Achilles in week one because they haven't been stretching out and working out and getting in game shape during the preseason, that just screws them and their careers. But, you know, Jonathan Taylor shouldn't have to, to play in the preseason, but he also shouldn't expect anything different financially. It's not there. It's not there for any of them. There's nowhere he can go where he's going to get that. When we come back here on the show, we are stunned to a news. An intern Brooke delivers what she has learned this summer during the internship. 
GA, CBS Sports. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Radio. I want to snort household cleaners. DA on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't want to do that. I think that rant was about meth, and I never understood the desire to do meth. I mean, you're mixing household cleaners together. Why is that something you would desire to snort or smoke or ingest? I never open up the door under my sink and be like, oh, you know what I want to do? Drink that. Welcome back. DA with you here on CBS Sports Radio. We appreciate you being with us on this fine Monday morning, man. As always, you can watch us live in sparkling Technicolor on the old YouTube page and on Twitch as well. Go to the CBS Sports Radio channels there. And you can also watch us at watchda.com. Now, coming up, we are stunned to a news. But before we get there, it is the last day of the internship for one of our interns. Now, uh, Pete, is this the last week of interns for uh, internships for everybody? Uh, yeah, for our interns, I believe this, they're finishing up this week. Okay. And so uh, we've had a couple of interns uh, this semester. It's been kind of wonky because we've had vacations. Last week, I was in for Rome. Uh, we had all the different producers coming in and out because of Mraz's departure. Um, yeah, it's just it's been a, a weird summer. So I feel like we didn't really get to really know uh, the interns as well as normally. So I apologize on that front. There just hasn't been the same continuity as usual. Uh, so, you know, we, the, the interns this this semester perhaps uh, were not as um, as familiar to the show and to all of us as well. But Brooke has been very, very kind to join us here uh, today for her final day here on the show as an intern and she's done a great job all semester long brooke good morning how you doing good morning i'm good how are you i'm doing good so yeah i apologize we never really got to know you too well during the internship because of all the moving parts of this summer but uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about you where'd you grow up and uh and how did you find this internship okay so i am from river edge new jersey 
um, which is about 30 minutes from the city. Okay. So it's kind of a quick commute, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, I go to Rutgers. Okay. I am in a sorority. Okay. Phi Sig. Um, Phi Sig, okay. Yep. And that's, yeah, that's pretty much everything about me, I guess. Okay. And and are you in communications or? <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, a communications major. Gotcha. Okay. And uh, do you have a goal in the industry that you'd like to try to pursue or are you still trying to figure that part out? I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm just taking every opportunity that comes my way. Excellent. That's a great attitude. Well, hopefully you've enjoyed uh, the internship this year. I guess my first big question would be, what was the biggest lesson learned this semester for the internship? Okay. So the biggest thing that I've learned is that if you guys are given free food, you will eat it. Aha. Yeah. <laughs> so true. <laughs> That's a very insightful point. Uh, what what hammered this home? What experience hammered this home? Um. Well, a few weeks ago, I brought in crumble cookies. <laughs> okay. And they were gone in probably like... <laughs> 10, 20 minutes. Yeah. Where was I that I missed that? <laughs> yeah, it was a day I was out too, or else I would have eaten a lot of crumble cookies. And that's a long time. Did you? Did you? Yeah, that's right. I can't believe they lasted 20 minutes. Did you bake them for us, uh, or did you buy them? No, crumble cookies, it's like a, a brand, I guess. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, They're yes. really good. Fancy so you, cookies. So you bought them for the studio, or you just were like, I have extra ones, I'll bring them in? No, so I actually passed it on my way here, and I was like, oh, like crumble cookies, like I've heard of it, and I know that they're good, so I was like, I might as well just bring them in. Like, why not? Nice. Yeah. I, I can't believe, well, maybe it earned you an A on your internship. I don't know, that's an easy way to buy yourself a good grade <laughs> around here. I hope so. <laughs> okay, so yeah. You found out if there's free food around here, a bunch of uh, radio people are going to eat them immediately. Yep. Number two, who's been the most unpredictable character around the office? Honestly, I would have to say you, DA, because... Oh, wow. <laughs> there we go. I would describe you as like a mysterious person from my point of view because... Earning DA. <laughs> I didn't really get to know you that much because I guess I just I never know if you're going to be in the office or not <laughs> Fair. but when I do see you in the office it's it's a great day yeah it's a really great day that's too funny Two times she saw you. I, I think you work here, DA. Your name is on the screen, but I don't know. You're never around, so. She thinks you look like bogus. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Oh, it's classic. And, and then on your final day of the internship, I'm working from home today. <laughs> and the first few times that I was that I was in, you were also from home. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What an indictment of my work ethic. <laughs> oh, man, wait, that's excellent. Wait a minute, so have you seen him in the studio <laughs> since you started your internship? Yes. Probably about, like, two or three times. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I've been in studio with Brooke maybe three times. Yeah. Like three times or so. Oh, that is too funny. All right, well, finally, uh, have you been disappointed or impressed by how much free food we have around the uh, the newsroom? I've been very impressed. Oh, okay. Yes. there. I feel like there's always some sort of food somewhere. Um, 
And also with the internship, we do the um, the lunch and learns. So Maureen, shout out to Maureen because she's been great with getting us food. Oh, interesting. I haven't heard about these. What's the lunch and learn? So we'll meet with a different department every week on Wednesdays and they'll just tell us about their department, what they do. And then we'll also get free lunch. So last week was Chipotle. So we had Chipotle burritos. Oh, nice. Yeah. Gotcha. So you get to learn about different parts of the industry from different departments here in the building. Yes. Okay, that's interesting. That's that's a cool program. And so when you've met with other departments, has there been other departments besides on air that you've been like, oh, I could see myself doing that? Um, Maybe like music stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like music. I uh, mean, it's pretty similar radio. to this. Yeah, like yeah. music radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're, what year are you at Rutgers? I'm going into my junior year. Okay, so let's see, you're 20 years old or so? Yes, I'm 20. 20, so you're born in 2003. 2002. So, 2002. Yeah. Um, get it so, right, DA. <laughs> get it right. Um, so you've grown up with a different type of media than traditional radio. How do you listen to most of your music? Um, I use Spotify. Yeah. yeah. So you you basically stream music probably most of your adult life to like yes. find new music, to find bands, to find artists that you like. You really haven't listened to radio. When I was younger, I def like I was in the car listening to radio all the time. Gotcha. That was parents. like the main way of getting music. Yeah. Yeah. But, but now, once I, now that I have an iPhone, I ha- just have my Spotify on there. Spotify. I guess YouTube yeah. is a good way to find artists yeah, YouTube. too, right? Yeah. So that's interesting. So, yeah, you. So that part of the media, which is really transitioning with people like your of your generation, where you've absorbed media in different ways, mostly on your phone, through streaming services, through social media, etc. So I wonder, like, if you took over, a, a, what kind of music do you like? Like top 40 music or is there... I like uh, country music. Country music, okay. Yeah. So if you took over a country music radio station, how do you think, like, you would try to program it for your type of generation? Tastes of the people that you go to school with, your colleagues, your friends. Um, do you mean like how, like, how would I? Well, the types of artists or like, how would you find new artists? How would you know what the audience liked? See, I'm not that great at that. I kind of just listen to whatever is popular, but I think that maybe if people were to post something on TikTok and you haven't seen them, like they don't have a song or something like that, that's popular. Yep. That's a good way to find people, and also YouTube. Yeah. Okay. And is there any part of the radio industry that you're like, wow, this is for old people. You guys got to <laughs> change this up. No, I don't. I think that this is all, like, pretty relevant. Okay. Yeah. Well, that makes me feel better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> still relevant. That's great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> radio, we're still relevant. That's a good tagline. I don't think uh, radio will ever be irrelevant. No, because we're just being packaged in a different way. It's, yeah, exactly. It's not always coming out of the speaker of your car. It yep. could be in podcast form. It could be streaming. It could be on right. your phone through an app. But no, you're totally right. We're really in the audio business more than we are in the quote-unquote radio business. Yeah. It's just listened to on radio in, in some regards. How has Pete been as a boss? Great. Yeah? Yeah. He says Is, that I've been great, so that's good. That's good. <laughs> he hasn't graded her yet. She has to say that. <laughs> and and how was rushing the sorority? Oh, it's stressful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely stressful. 
Did but you have to choose good. fresh f- fall semester freshman year? Yes. Well, no, it's spring semester freshman year. Okay. Yeah. I know there's, there's some I think there are some schools in the south that you got to rush freshman year like yeah. two weeks before you even get to campus. I know that the southern schools they're already back at school rushing. Yeah. So that's I I couldn't even imagine doing that. Yeah, you kind of have to choose like who you're going to rush before even your first day of classes. Yeah. That's I would not want to do that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And finally, have you hit the grease trucks in Piscataway, New Jersey? I haven't. No? Those are the big sandwich trucks that are on campus before, after games, late night. Uh, We went to a Rutgers game one of the first two years we were on the air and hit the grease trucks. And those sandwiches are to die for, but they're like 7,000 calories per sandwich. (laughs) Well, I got to try. My sorority sorority actually has a chef, so... I rarely oh, nice. ever eat out. Yeah, it's it's really nice. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Do, do you live at the sorority house? Yes, this semester. Well, this coming semester I am. Oh, so you were able to hit up the chef even though you didn't live in the house? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was really nice. What's the best dish the chef makes? We like Taco Tuesdays. Nice. Yeah. yeah that's a good one. Yeah. Excellent. Brooke, great stuff. Thanks so much. Sorry Thank that you. I was so mysterious this semester. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. You got it. That's awesome. Uh, so, Brooke, uh, who is the uh, most unpredictable character? Uh, UDA. I never, I've never met you. <laughs> I saw you twice. <laughs> but when you were here, you were great. <laughs> For the six minutes I've seen you the entire summer. Yeah, you know, summer Fridays, they happen. <laughs> 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 <I'm> humiliating <laughs> just <laughs> curtain being dragged back on, <laughs> on the TV show. you've had a really stellar day <laughs> i mean really <laughs> I've, I've gone in a 10 minute tangent about a play that never happened and <laughs> later on screwed up his name again <laughs> screwed up his name again and then our intern's like i've never met you <laughs> She's like, I learned if you're good in this industry, you never have to show up. <laughs> yeah. right. Brooke, the more successful you become, the less you have to actually show up. It's pretty great. <laughs> All right. Standing by with our headline this morning is our friend Emmanuel Barbari. Emmanuel, good morning. Good morning, DA. James Harden was already expected to stay back, not participate in Sixers training camp. Philly had stopped their trade talks. Clippers were the or uh, the preferred destination for Harden, but now more juice added to the situation. Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never be a part of an organization that he's a part of. Let me say that again. Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never be a part of an organization that he's a part of. That video coming down. Speaking of people who are not showing up. (laughs) Seriously. Speaking of staying back. Harden's the only guy that shows up less than I do. It's unbelievable. (laughs) Except he hasn't earned it. I mean, my God, how exhausting is James Harden that every year he pulls the same card. I hate it here. You've lied to me. I demand out, what have you. Like you said, Emmanuel, this would be four new teams in four seasons. In four seasons. Now, do you think Harden's just a drama queen, or did Daryl Murray actually do something? I mean, he, he's definitely a drama queen because what's the constant? It's it's right. James Harden. I mean, I don't hear anybody else saying that Daryl Murray's a liar. I'm not saying Murray's perfect, and maybe he told Harden something that was misleading or something. But like, James Harden can't call everybody liars and everything sucks and they ever i'm always getting screwed it's it's he's the one constant 
And it does seem a little dramatic that he's on a China tour, speaking of fans, and this is the forum he uses to light up Daryl Moore exactly. his latest conquest to exactly. force his way out of a exactly. uh, situation. So it's we'll embarrassing. Yeah, he is. And and it would be four teams in four years, despite Philly stopping those trade talks with the Clippers where Harden reportedly wants to go. NFL, two quarterbacks taking center stage in preseason action yesterday. One guy looked really good. One guy, not so much for the Saints and Derek Carr. One drive right down the field and ultimately punched it in. Glad we got the win. Um, you know, because I think this league's all about winning. And so, you know, winning in the preseason um, is important. And, and I was glad that our guys were able to do that. That for head coach Dennis Allen, 26-24, the final Saints over the Chiefs. Elsewhere, Trey Lance three and out for the first three drives. Niners oh. fell to the Raiders 34-7. Just, just taking advantage of every opportunity I get uh, one day at a time. Like I said earlier, um, in, in training camp, um, just, just trying to stay present focused one day at a time and, and trust that, you know, whatever is meant to happen will happen. For head coach Kyle Shanahan, took it to the fourth possession to see Lance and company move the sticks probably not a performance that moves the needle much uh, we didn't have a very good run game had a couple drops um you know had a few sacks we just didn't play well as a whole but um there was no i don't think there's many big mistakes on a misread or anything so not much in either direction for kyle shanahan golf lucas glover second win in a couple of weeks 15 under playoff win at the fedex st jude championship he was ranked 130th a couple of weeks ago now finds himself fourth in the FedEx Cup after the win at the Wyndham Championship, now winning the first leg of the 2023 FedEx Cup playoffs over former champ Patrick Cantley. Baseball, how about Cedric Mullins for Baltimore? And the pitch home. In our line to center field and deep. Mullins is back. He's at the wall. He leaps. And Cedric made the catch. He did it. He did the impossible. Cedric Mullins took the game-tying home run away from Ty France. Jeff Arnold, Orioles radio going airborne over the right center field fence. One batter later, the Mariners did tie it, though. Dominic Canzona, homer off Mike Bauman. So it seemed like Mullins' heroic catch wouldn't matter, but Mullins broke the tie, two-run shot in the 10th, and the Orioles down the Mariners, 5-3. I'd say just the intense focus that we have out there, um, you know, on top of the fact that our staff in the, uh, in the pen is coming in and shutting stuff down, uh, you know, just continuing to play hard and getting results. Courtesy of Masson, this was all in a game that Mullins didn't even start. He entered wow. in the sixth inning. Orioles lead the Rays by three games atop the AL East. Those Rays continue to search for answers. They've been decimated by injury, cooled off from that historic 39 start, lost 9-2 to the Guardians yesterday. And they were without their 22-year-old stud shortstop, Wander Franco. MLB investigating social media posts pertaining to Franco. The post would indicate he had an inappropriate relationship with a minor. And we, we heard part of this earlier. It's manager Kevin Cash with the reporter. Bally Sports Son, why Franco didn't play, why he's not headed to San Fran with the team. Is there more involved with Franco not playing today than just a day off? No, just a day off. because yeah, there was some speculation we saw leave the dugout the game didn't come back. Yeah, I'm aware of this speculation. I'm not going to comment any further on that, but um, his, the day off was because the day off. So I was I was looking at Kevin Cash's eye contact during this okay. exchange with the reporter. Excellent. It seemed dead on. Like it would, tough, it would be tough to believe that he was lying, but mm. uh, given the investigation that's now been reported, how could it not have something to do with that? Do we know when the Twitter posts or social media posts went live? Was this something that happened before the game? Yeah, so it was yesterday morning they went live, but then there was no report about 
MLB investigating it until right. later in the day. But the post on Facebook, I believe it was, was out in the AM way before I mean, the come game. Come on, so that happens the morning before he just happens to sit for a Sunday game. I right, mean, that's hard to imagine that that was just a random day of rest for him. Exactly. And yeah, Franco did bit. address it, by the way. I know you guys don't speak Spanish, but he was on IG Live, and he was he basically responded to the allegations in Spanish saying, you know, in, in lack of better words, that they don't mean anything. People are just talking out of there. You know what? Okay. Okay, so what – okay, so uh, Carlos with a K, give me your take then on this because you got to hear it and interpret it. Do you think that he really thinks it's no big deal or he's just covering his butt? He's just covering his butt. I, I, I know for a fact – that he knows what reports and allegations are out there. Uh, but, you know, he had to say something. He didn't say it through an interpreter. He said it in Spanish on Instagram Live. He's like, this is not true, and hopefully it gets picked up. But, you know, when there's smoke, there's fire. The problem is that there's pictures of him with this girl, and they're kind of like showing affection or what have you. And it turns out that this girl, somebody found out, is 14 years old, I think. So, you know, if he's going to – he's either going to – He's either going to argue that she lied to me her age or we never actually had a relationship. But the, the pictures are the thing right now that is the smoking gun about whether or not they you know, had something going on. So Franco not with the team. They're headed to San Fran, and he signed an 11-year deal with the Rays, one of the great young talents in the game. Signed that 11-year deal a couple of years ago. Marlins rallied for five in the bottom of the ninth, stunned the Yankees 8-7. Jake Berger, the walk-off hit off Tommy Canely after the Marlins tied it against Yanks closer Clay Holmes, Marlins take two out of three there. Nationals, a sixth spot in the ninth, walked off the A's 8-7. Jeter Downs, the game-winning hit off Kirby Snead. Downs coming off the bench in only his fourth game of the season. That after the Nats brought the magic against Trevor May of Oakland. It's the first time in 13 years in baseball, two teams won on the same day when trailing by four runs or more in the ninth inning. First time since 2010 that happened. Uh, it's time to get stunned now? That's right. All right. You know what I mean? It doesn't take much to surprise this bouncing baby boy. This is honestly the most stunned I have ever been on the show to a news. The DA show is stunned to a news. So we're monitoring a woman in suburban Detroit who said she got a scare when she discovered a live frog in a container of spinach. That she purchased from a grocery nice. store. <laughs> Quote from the woman. It was alive and moving. Just thank goodness I didn't eat the frog. Oh. The woman said she immediately returned the package and the frog. And the workers at the grocery store released the frog and gave her a refund, oh, according nice. to this woman. That's fair. The representatives at Taylor Farms based out of California, while well, they own Earthbound Farm, which is the spinach package brand. The folks at Taylor Farms apologized in a statement and said they promised to continue to provide the, quote, Freshest, finest quality veggies for consumers. So I'm wondering, how does this happen? How does a frog make its a live frog? That's how you know it's fresh. It's all make its way into the woman's spinach package in Detroit. It's true that in some ways this is uh, a compliment to the freshness of the food. It could be so lightly processed that a frog could actually get in there, and then it could live on the lettuce. I mean, I'm surprised it didn't suffocate because that would be a sealed bag of lettuce i would think right <laughs> it, the salads come in sealed bags right I, I think you're right it does speak to the freshness of the of She's the package like why are you returning it you got more than what you paid for you got a free frog 
You're going to narc yourself in and be like, hey, I'm sorry. You know, this animal was in my spinach. You had a pet and you gave it up for nothing. I think I'd uh, be a little startled. Oh, I would return it. No, you, you rinse could... the lettuce. It's fine. And then you have a frog. You're good. You it's pet. fine. <laughs> have you have you ever had a pet frog, Carlos? I have. I, I had tadpoles that I caught in uh, Humble Park in Chicago. Uh, once they grew to be frogs, I'm like, all right, we can't keep these anymore. Really? Yeah, I had them. You know, and they grow up quick. The tadpoles are like, they're like faster than kittens. It's like a tadpole for a week and all of a sudden it has a frog legs. So everybody's got to be yeah, like really? Carlos and take it upon themselves to no, raise the I'm frog. If you're getting Dot a the gift frog. of spinach and there's a frog there, like it's two for one. You're gonna. I'm only getting the money back from the spinach. You just lost a free frog. Yeah, don't worry about your safety. Cancel the lawsuit. You got a frog. Well, that's more money that she gave away. She could have eaten the spinach, and if there was, the spinach was contaminated by the frog, boom, you could sue. You gave up a, not only a free frog, so a free pet, which means you had happiness. You gave up the happiness of whatever that lawsuit would have gave you. Net income lost. What a fool this lady is. By the way, the Michigan Department of Health said that the grocery store, when the lady returned the frog, made a mistake by releasing the frog because they couldn't identify if it was a native Michigan, oh, derived, uh, wow. I suppose. They couldn't Good identify the frog's origin. The ecosystem in Michigan. That's, That's what they right. get from that? They let it wow. loose. That's true. Invasive species. If this is a frog from California, they just introduced it into the right. larger Detroit metropolitan area. This is a that's a big deal. It's a scandal. That's a big deal. What's going on over there? Jeez. <laughs> I mean, I guess it does again speak to uh, lightly processed salad because I mean, if you had it going through all these grates and going through like shredders and pickers and packagers and maybe zap with chemicals to stay fresher or whatever and. You would think that a frog would get chopped up in that thing and Ugh. killed pretty quickly, but Ugh. the fact that it survived, I think, yeah, this company can. can this hold company's its head going high. places, man. I'm getting stock in it. Taylor Farms. Taylor. Farms. I'm all in on Taylor Farms. <laughs> Enjoy that. <laughs> Hammer the over. Hammer the over on Taylor Farms. Speaking of, the overweight lover tweets in DA. You're in midseason form. <laughs> I placed a futures bet on Lawrence for Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> You're very welcome. You're very welcome. No love for Rourke? Nate, Nate Rourke. Nathan is, Rourke, uh, man. Nate Rourke is going to be your comeback player of the year. When we come back here on the show on this fabulous Monday morning, is everything good now in Oseland? DA, CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back. DA with you here on CBS Sports Radio. You can always listen to the show on your phone. Check us out using the free Odyssey app and the free CBS Sports app as well. The Baltimore Orioles were punchlines all of last week because of their suspension of play-by-play broadcaster Kevin Brown. Actually tweeted a Thirsty Thursday toast in to Bogues on Thursday saying, Let's toast to John Angelos as a sub-fill-in, guys, as our substitute hosts needed something to talk about in the middle of August, and Angelos gave us something the entire week. I think it was a little late in the show, so Bogues never got around to it, but the point was I was in for Rome last week, and uh, and Bogues was in for me, and how much airtime did we get out of Kevin Brown's suspension? Because it was so idiotic that you had this great, narrative of a season this romantic you know reclamation of a franchise that was happening this summer and the city of baltimore was buying back in and the orioles were young and dynamic and exciting they're getting great crowds at camden yards they were the lead of the american league east most wins the american league 
<clears throat> and then to throw a bucket of ice water on top of it, John Angelos silences his play-by-play guy for doing nothing wrong at all, for really reading over a graphic that was in front of him about how the last couple of years the Orioles have struggled at the trop, and this year they're not doing so anymore because they're a renewed team. And There's no criticism there, I, I don't think, as an underbelly of the quote of the statement, which is what made the suspension so idiotic. Anyway, the outcry was clear. It was loud. It crushed the Orioles. The Orioles, some somebody got to John Angelos if he didn't do it himself and realized this is ridiculous. We're taking away a lot of positive attention from the team by doing something this petty. And so the Orioles reversed course and brought back Kevin Brown for this weekend series against the Mariners. Now, KB came back and Brown issued a statement that said it's been mischaracterized. I've had good support from the organization ever since I was hired here in 2019. The relationship with John Angelos is one based on mutual respect. We're all good here. And so, you know, I I think some people saw this as the organization forcing the hand of a broadcaster to make it seem like it was the public's fault for making it a big deal. But at the end of the day, I think Kevin is smart enough. And I I don't know. I didn't speak to Kevin, but I I know him a little bit. He's been a guest here on the show before, and we have some mutual friends. Uh, My guess is that he is smart enough to know that, you know, in this case, you're not going to fight it. It's a really good job. He wants to be the play-by-play voice of the Orioles. It's a great team. It's a great baseball city, and he loves it there. And he's not there to rock the boat anyway. And even if he feels like this was unfair, he's is not the time to say it. And he's right. He's a classy guy, and he played it the right way. I think from an Orioles standpoint, the best idea is just to put the focus back on the field because the team is so fun and so good. They lost Friday night in Seattle, but then won in 10 on Saturday and then won in 10 yesterday in the Cedric Mullins game as Mullins robs a home run in deep right center field and then hits a home run, a two-run shot in the 10th, to take two or three from the Mariners. And in doing so on Saturday, the Mariners had an eight-game win streak. The Orioles snapped that. The Orioles stay three games ahead of the Rays of the American League East. And it was a night on Saturday where the Mariners were honoring Felix Hernandez, and it's a total pitcher's duel. 19 combined strikeouts, only one run scored the entire night. It goes to extras, and the Orioles win one nothing. You know, the O's have a lot of good vibes from a baseball standpoint, so they would be smart to just keep it there. And now that Brown is back calling games on Masson, now that they're back to winning series, now that they're back to baseball, they're better suited and better served for it. And the O's, this should not be a blemish on the season, but only John Angelos, because the O's are legitimate. They are great. They're going to go to October, and I can't wait to see them in the postseason. When we come back, Trey Lance, another dud. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.